interesting. And then I hear about people, um, I mean, it's probably something slightly different, but I heard people who like have to leg it from the States, so they don't have to vote, and then all these all these people get like, um, warrants out for arrest and they escape. The, the, oh, it sounds, American politics sounds a lot more. Oh, I know what you're talking me. about. You're talking about Texas. <laughs> you're talking about yeah, Texas. Yeah, apparently they were elected from the state, so they didn't have to vote. <laughs> something so they didn't have to put it through or something strange. Well, that's the I other thing. I, I don't know if there's to do with it. <laughs> I, that's the other thing I'm starting to see more and more of is like, like the Republicans are losing, but they're still like showing up and they're taking their hits on the chin. And yeah, they're pulling some stuff, but they're at least showing up. Well, in Texas, it was a reverse where the Republicans had the majority and they could have passed whatever they wanted. So instead of staying there and taking their ones on the chin, they fled the state. And then the that would be a one that'd be a one way trip in the UK to be voted out out of office. Not a one way trip. Oh, that's a one way trip. It's seen as like. It's seen as like, oh, you're standing up, you're using everything you have in your pocket to fight the, and it's like, really? They just didn't show up to work and they put out a tweet saying they weren't showing up to work. Think about that. They advertised that they weren't showing up to work. They took private planes. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're voting for the climate change provision, no doubt. Yeah, Yeah, they took private Um, planes and then the governor said, well, Look, we're Texas. We do things a little bit different than the rest of America. You're going to jail for not showing up to work. And then a district judge blocked it. So he pushed it through to the Supreme Court of Texas where they went, no, you can do it. Yeah. But they're already gone. So they can't like they can't get like the National Guard or something to arrest them. They have to actually step back inside Texas and then they can be arrested. It's a really weird situation. We have lawmakers being arrested for not doing their job. I don't try and get into Mm. politics because I don't know enough about it. But yeah, politics is in See, everything nowadays. But here's a good, here's a very good thing that this ever gets. Uh, obviously, it's about Brexit. So if you ever edit this for the viewers, but um, we started on Brexit and we're we're into U.S. politics and Brexit. Is, it covers so many different areas. You can find yourself talking about international trade with you know the Spanish and the fisheries and the Scottish fisheries issues and got the Northern Irish political issues. And then we're talking about Trump and then we're talking about <laughs> it links to so many different things. It's almost like um, it's almost like uh, the prologue to what, what was yeah. at the time probably the end of the world mm-hmm. uh, to a lot of people you had trump voted in out of nowhere no one expected that and then you had oh, yeah. uh people coming out calling each other racist then you had uh um and then trump was doing all this crazy stuff like you know i think the funniest thing he ever done was drop the moab in the desert no one i was like gave the videos this incredible massive bomb <laughs> he was going like yeehaw like on twitter and i was like this is a strange world and then you have covid and it's, it's like brexit almost was like start of that role of just strange ways of living there was um, there was someone in britain there was someone in britain who i think they woke up during covid from like a three-year mm. coma he was a kid oh, uh, he woke up oh he that's brilliant <laughs> and i'm just trying to imagine them telling him because it was at like the beginning of covid and it was like either three or yeah. four it was enough time that all this had happened and you gotta go all right <laughs> donald trump is now running america um we're leaving the eu there's a giant virus that has shut down the world i'd be like no you're messing with me what are you talking so it's such a joy i always find it really interesting um and when i we look because i learned about some presidents in school not to we didn't cover too much american history we didn't Mm -hmm. i did american revolution at university but not much we ever about american presidents we don't recover it too much except Mm -hmm. you know we don't you know everyone everyone loves obama apparently but i never much liked him but 
<laughs> but um, sure, sure. Enough to vote him in twice, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think um, you know, we we never learned much about American history at all, really, about American presence. Um, I, I forgot what I was going to that point. It was a really good point. <laughs> what was it? You never learned a lot about um, America or its politics in school. Oh, that that was it. Yeah, and I think you know. Yeah, that was it. Sorry. And we never learned much about American policy. And I do think to myself, you know, in 20 years time, what kids will learn in school and they'll have to cover this period in history. I mean, it's the most extraordinary, maybe except for World War One, World War Two, you know, during the 60s, you know, some pretty extreme periods in, in the 60s. But you didn't have so much media coverage. If Vietnam and all these you know, crazy things that were happening in China during the 60s and, you know, the Russian and the gulags and all this. Afghanistan sort of right now. Afghanistan right now. This might this seems massive right now, and it is massive. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Taliban have taken over a country. That was probably part of the course in the sixties and seventies. Oh. Either way, it, it's part of the course in terms of. I mean, the amount of people that were massacred and killed in camps and concentration camps, the Russians massacred people, the Chinese, and just there's no media coverage. I think it's either a case of it's obviously a case of a mixture of crazy politics that's happened, but I think it's also a case of you can anyone can cover anything now. Everyone's mm-hmm. got a phone. You can be on the other side of the world and you can send a message back in a second. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think that's probably a combination of both. You know, if it was back in the eighties when they were just you know talking Fox News, CNN, whatever, um, yes, there's an invasion of Taliban, but you wouldn't be mm-hmm. seeing people diving out of planes or trying to grab yep. planes going down an airport. You would never see it. So mm-hmm. I think it, Twitter and Facebook and you know, while as great as they are, obviously, mm-hmm. there's so much more information means so much more good and bad. So I maybe think that's a lot of it as well. To, I think a lot um, of it has to do with um, the algorithms. I think a lot of people are in kind of like their own echo chamber. So you're seeing more about this from mm. only your point of view. I try and force myself to watch things that I don't agree with. I don't do it all the time, mm. but enough time that I go, okay, so this is where they're coming from. I kind of understand that point. And, but no one, a lot of my generation at least doesn't do that. And I have to do it with actually a mm. funny host. Uh, he's also a comedian and it makes it a little bit more tolerable for me because I'll be like, I don't agree with that, but this is funny. Mm. Or I do agree with that. And this is mm. funny because mm. I mean, these things are designed to literally go, oh, you like this. So we're just going to keep feeding you that. And yeah. there's, there's one thing I'd say to that. And yeah, no, you're 100% right. And to be honest, you probably, I think, because I, I quite listen to Joe Rogan. I think he's really interesting. And I don't listen to all of it. I listen, I see a name, I see something interesting. I think I watched the one with, they had Jack Dorsey on with the lawyer, which I found really funny because the lawyer was just being a classic lawyer. I got to watch that one because I do, I do watch Joe Rogan. Yeah, lot. you got, it, it's a, uh, it gets uh, Tim, someone I think, who's very sort of anti. Well, I mean, he's I think he's right leaning, but he's very anti Twitter. He they bring because I think the, the controversy was he brought Jack Dorsey on and gave him a real easy time. Didn't ask him any controversial mm-hmm. questions about Twitter when everyone was saying, you know, you're banning people who don't agree with a certain political position. And mm-hmm. the second time he got him on, which is a couple of weeks later, so much backlash. Um, mm-hmm. That's a really good one. That's a, I always reckon that's that's a great one. Um, if you can deal with a lawyer for two and a half hours, how they sort of rebound stuff, and you know. But mm-hmm. um, one thing I saw the data stuff, and some one really interesting, um, and it was a scandal here post um, post. You know, we used the word post Brexit. It was a scandal here as we were leaving the European Union. Mm-hmm. Um, the two parties at the time, um, the Leave campaign and the Remain campaign. The Remain campaign was government run, essentially, mm-hmm. and the Leave campaign was not government run, but MPs would be on both sides. They'd sign up to what side they wanted to go. They'd go out and campaign. Mm-hmm. They'd, they'd be I won't even get into fundraising. I mean, your yeah. politics is crazy when it comes to political spending. Someone had a go at someone the other day was spending 20 grand over the limit. And it's like 20 grand. You're laughing. You know? In American mm-hmm. politics, you spend a billion just to get to the White House. So mm-hmm. craziness. But um, we're big on that. Like 20 grand over, you know, if you submit the wrong receipt, you're a bloody scumbag sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, 
Yeah, so at the time there was a leader in the Remain campaigns. Um, and the, and one thing that, and I think it really reminds me of Hillary Clinton. It's so strange how it reminds me of the US election so much because the, the Leave campaign took the same thing. I'm, I'm 100% sure. I mean, Donald Trump had Nigel Farage on the stage. He must have known a, a way to approach this. And Steve Bannon, who used to come around and talk about Brexit a lot, who I actually quite liked. He seems to be hated or revered. I, I don't I don't revere him, but I like the, his politics, I think, mm-hmm. slightly. I mean, I agree on a lot of stuff. Um, and it was this approach of data analytics and how mm-hmm. to get a message across. Now, there's a movie. It's... Um, um, Oh, what's his bloody name? Um, I had to Google it just now, but it's called Brexit the Movie. Okay, and it came oh. out in 2016. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And it'll give you a really good background to why the vote happened and what happened during the campaign. It's very good. Slightly left leaning, I'd say slightly biased because it mm-hmm. makes like caricature jokes out of Nigel Farage and people. So, and it mm-hmm. makes it makes jokes out of politicians, but um, it's a serious movie. And it's uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays okay. um, someone quite famous called uh, Dominic Cummins. You may have heard that name. Um, he he was the well he was instrument he was probably the guy that the reason why he left I would say him yeah. and Nigel Farage were the two most influential people during the Brexit campaign he was the right hand he ran the campaign on behalf of Boris Johnson he worked a lot with a guy called Michael Gove um, they ran the campaign but he he tapped into this new big data here yeah. he got um, a company in it escapes my mind now but he, he got a company in a US data analytics company in Cambridge Analytics Cambridge Analytics that's it. And um, they brought them in to do, and they they just got all this data, all this data, and they pushed out their message via, uh, like you know, call it scaremongering, call it you know, a, yeah, a, a campaigning. They did it via that. The other side didn't do that. They tried mm-hmm. to play the common sense, moral, moralistic standpoint mm-hmm. of their position, whereas they went, they just out, went straight out, marketing. Out, this is what we did. <laughs> well, they looked at they looked at certain areas in the country that need to campaign more than others. And they just did it, and they won. You know, well, that's, you can say, okay, that's that's just politics, isn't it? Now, well, that's what happens now, isn't it? That's what happened here in our latest election, where yeah, um, you'd look at like a state that was predominantly one side or the other. Like, mm. um, there's a state, uh, New Hampshire. They're predominantly a red state, so Republican. And yeah. all they had to do was they looked at all right, where are the biggest areas of population? There's only like two of them. Mm. And so they just focused on these cities that had the biggest population. So the entire state was red, except for these two cities. And they flipped the state. Because yeah. I and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, all right, so you have to spend your time and your money less. You're able to use that money more effectively because you don't have to like drive as far to like get people to knock on doors. You can you can hit one building and hit 300 people because it's a giant apartment building or, yeah. you know, it's like a lot more concentrated. So you don't have to spend as much to reach as many people hmm. by spending it like all there and forgetting about the people that are around it. You actually end up winning. And it's yeah. really weird. And a lot of people are I think that's also led to a lot more of a divide. Hmm. And yeah, I don't yeah. see the way back. And I'm glad that you guys still have like a moderate center because someone needs to in this world. And I think it's. I think it's how our politics are structured. I think the way a, the way a parliamentary system works is, you, I mean, you, yours. Are, I mean, Boris Johnson was an exception because he is a personality. He's a he's a clown, but people love it. He's a man of the people, but he's from Oxford. So, you know, he went to private school and he he learned Latin and Greek. But guess what? The, the man on the street, people who there are towns up north for very historical reasons in Britain would never ever vote Conservatives. Margaret Thatcher destroyed the coal mining industry in the eighties, and from that she lost the North for 20, 30 years. They never. Wow. Never voted Conservative ever. Boris Johnson flipped them over Brexit. Mm-hmm. First time, in, and I'm sure it probably happened in, in essence in America with you know, Trump and Hillary Clinton and flipping certain certain demographics. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was completely unexpected. There was there was little towns up north, you know, twenty thousand people whose mm-hmm. grandparents completely lost their jobs. You know, they decimated communities mm-hmm. who were voting conservative, and that was never ever ever even a th- thought that would happen in that election. So the election where Boris Johnson won was a total landslide. It was a t- mm-hmm. it was the most embarrassing. I think it was the second largest or third largest defeat in government ever. And I think people just rose up against the woke politics and they wanted to go with someone who was a strong leader and a, and a personality and people were attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Corman's sort of a weak, weak limp-wristed limp sort of guy mm-hmm. and he's just, he was bullied. Yeah. You could tell you could be bullied, you know, it's that sort of, and I think mm-hmm. that's like, it was almost a Trumpism. It's so weird. It was literally, um, I think people got tired of feeling like they didn't have a voice because there was one side that was louder. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't yep. agree with them, you were a terrible person and yep. you this and that and it feels like you're being silenced no one likes to be silenced uh, i always find uh there's an interest something i heard i can't remember where i heard it it might have been something a podcast I, I, I quite like jordan peace and every couple of his stuff and it's quite interesting he's an interesting sort of guy and uh you know i think uh he states it a case and i think it's one of his lectures or he goes into a you know interview and he states that you know a lot of people can know when the right goes too far you know ethno nationalism racists you know, it's very obvious to see it and i think historically course it's easy i think you don't see it with the left and i find it very strange um that a lot of people don't realize that the massacres and destruction that the chinese and the russians caused during the 20th century i mean combined i think they killed nearly 200 million of their own people mm-hmm. you know which is absolute craziness i mean stalin and, and mao killed more people than hitler i think five times more people than hitler ever killed mm-hmm. and but you just don't see it and it's so strange yeah. to see that people are proud to call themselves marxists in in parliament and i just you I, you can't notice when the left goes too far and i think this is for me a sign of it where you mm-hmm. you just shut people down it's almost like book burning it's a strange yeah. liberals have turned into people who shut free speech and it's so because mm-hmm. i would say i'm a liberal myself i believe in free speech i believe in mm-hmm. i believe in gay rights i believe in abortion rights yeah. but i am but i am right-leaning on other issues so I find it so strange that, that that's now a mainstream thing. But, yep. Oh, I agree. Especially people you. younger than me believe it. It's so, I, so odd. There's a lot of different issues that I'm like, all right, I like you guys economically. I like, oh, I didn't realize the camera was there. I didn't mean to. But Sorry, I like you guys economically. <laughs> I believe in rights for everyone. Like, I can't believe it's still a question at this point. It's just like, yeah, you need to have rights. But I love seeing like the interviews with someone that came from a socialist country. They go, no, we, we fled Venezuela or we fled Cuba. <laughs> And there's reasons why we don't want to go to socialism. Like they're looking at these young people going, no, 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 don't do this. They're not listening to the people that live. The only way I can somehow see how it makes sense in my mind is that, you know, I think there are some people that are obviously just delusional, I think a little bit, and they just, they get too wrapped up in ideology. It's just, it becomes their life. And but I think in my mind, it it can't be a coincidence that, and maybe it is because, you know, I I never lived in the 70s and 80s, so I don't know. And it could have happened before. But it seems like the access to information being instant, you know, instant gratification, instant, you know, anything. I mean, I, I know, I mean, I'm I'm a cyborg. I can do anything I want with this phone. You know, mm-hmm. do you want to know something about something? I'll just Google it and I'll tell the answer. Mm-hmm. And I think people sort of get into that mindset of left wing as you do when you're younger, uh, mm-hmm. at that ide- idealistic point of, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, we are so much more socialist here in the, in the UK in a mm-hmm. sense. I mean, we're, I don't think we are on a socialist scale, but we have yeah. free healthcare, for example. Um, so that's in your case. I think some people I find it quite strange, but some people in the public say extremely socialist and mm-hmm. free healthcare. And it's like, yeah, okay, works well, different out there. You know, you're market based, mm-hmm. we're we're government based, and we pay our taxes, and it's not like it's free. Mm-hmm. We have to pay national insurance every month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do get that. I think just 
I think the when you build up these these opinions and it gets really heated debates and you just push people more and more to the left and it feels like young people have just grown up in this really strange era of like really heated politics even but i remember like bush being like a lot of people like not everyone loved them because no matter what if you're in charge of a country mm-hmm. you you're never going to make it anyway everyone happy mm-hmm. so i know there were mixed feelings on him and towards the end it wasn't great but it was the last time that i really remembered kind of politics being like normal and i, I always thought that was just because i didn't pay attention i'm like oh well i was like 13 mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm starting to realize that no, a lot of people have that view. And mm-hmm. I am a firm believer that capitalism needs socialism to be a yeah. myth. You, you need the yin and the yang, don't you? Yeah. Like you need the incentives of capitalism to keep people moving forward, making progress. Mm-hmm. But you also need the safety nets of socialism in a way. So it needs to be tempered. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have red hot capitalism and no mm-hmm. socialism because that doesn't work well. You have like children working in mines and stuff like that yeah, 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 yeah. going up the <laughs> chimney that's what we used to have going up the chimney with the chimney sweeps used to be mm-hmm. kids here in the uk <laughs> yeah. in the victorian days but no i think and that's what i think is i think you know people take these stances they have instant um access to information mm-hmm. it's access to other people with the same opinions instant access mm-hmm. to more extreme ideas because before there would be very extreme you would see people on the corner of a street shouting about you know bring back the communist state and all this sort of stuff just but they can only get to like 20 people but they can only get to 20 <laughs> people and i think you know I think it's just part of that. It's a part of the access to all this information and you can be influenced a lot easier. People can target the influencer a lot easier. Um, but on top of that as well, you've got um, this red hot politics that pushes people left or right. Mm-hmm. So you're either a communist or you're a, you know, you're either, you're either a uh, fairy loving daisy chasing communist mm-hmm. um, utopian freak, or you're a far right fascist Nazi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, you know, I'd say 95% of everyone is in the middle when you've got, I think you've got some strange people coming up in the in the Senate now um, who won it in the last little, I think we're actually with Trump there. Uh, I don't um, even know play, at this point. <laughs> well, I think, and that's another issue as well, is because they know it buys them votes because it's, it's what the public want. The politicians mm-hmm. build into it, playing to this woke culture, playing to this more far-right culture, and gets buys them votes. Because at the end of the day, I mean, mm-hmm. the one thing I always find a great, great example when people talk about Obama, um, being, I mean, I don't think he was a great president in any sense of the word, but... Um, <laughs> I remember the one thing he he, he campaigned for, and it, and I never really got much coverage, probably because you know they wanted Obama as president at the time, a bit like you know, Trump towards the the Biden. It was strange coverage, but Hillary Clinton and um, Obama at the time, um, there are videos of them not too long before they were running for president, of them opposing gay rights, gay marriage. Oh, I didn't know and that. It just yeah, I said you know Obama's on there saying I believe marriage is only for a man and a woman, and there's. And the only reason they said that is because that's what buys them. That's the yeah. vote buyer of the day. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's, it plays into it as well. You know, as public opinion starts to get more extreme because you've got heated politics, it, it just feeds itself. Mm-hmm. Yes, Trump, down with Trump, assassinated Trump, killed Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll buy votes. Yeah, hate Trump, hate Trump voters. And it's, it's just a mm-hmm. cauldron of mess. And it's like, someone's got to stop it. You know, politicians have got to stop playing to it, but then they'll get voted out for someone else who will play to it. Yeah. It's, so it's um, it's a strange one. It's a really interesting time. And I don't really see a way out. I mean, with it, really. the only way I see it is like, you can't have, you can't have gotten like a degree in political science because I mean, it was all started with the idea that this wasn't supposed to be a career. It was, you were supposed to come from the people, legislate yeah. for a little bit, then go back to work. And now yeah. we literally have a, you know, there's a course, there's a degree in university where you go, I'm going to be a political science major. I'm going to work for a representative. Then I'm going to start by, 
my own campaign years down the road and I'm going to run and then I'll become a representative and then blah, 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 blah. And you rise through the ranks. If you're perfect enough, they put you up for a giant popularity contest and see if you win presidency. And it's a weird way. Well, yeah, no, I agree. I've had you on for a while. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Sounds great talking to you. Yeah, eight o'clock. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, covered a lot of topics there. Good luck with editing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, take a little bit, but thank you for being on. It was nice meeting you, and yeah, I'll yeah, probably yeah. hope to have you on again at some point if you're down for that. And, um, yeah, sure. There's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of stuff happening in the especially the global trade in the next next mm-hmm. couple of months. I think, um, especially COVID. COVID. I mean, we've had to change a lot for customs and COVID, so. There's a lot, lot happening in the next couple of months in trade. Yeah. I mean, we and do. No doubt, no doubt, you have something crazy happening in the US in the next couple of months as well, which is easy to talk about. Well, like my my uh, PE fund, we focus a lot on logistics. And, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I probably worked with a couple of your, couple of your clients if they're, if they're big enough. Um, uh, there's definitely one um, that they name. Their name <laughs> starts with an A. That's all I should really say. Um, I think I have a guess. Big logistics, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm not yeah, and. So we deal a lot in that area, um, a little bit in London, some in the U.S. And mm-hmm. it's because we're like containers. We're trying to do uh, new, a new type of container, new tracking, um, fire systems. Oh, you're doing the, the smart, wi- smart wiring and all that sort of stuff as well. Kind of. the new thing. Kind of yeah, smart wiring, the, using satellites. Yeah. And, um, satellites, uh, man. Yeah, well, I guess if it's, if it's valuable enough. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. It's like um, because you'll find like insurance companies will get like, they they'll like issue a bond on shipping and then you'll find out that mm. oh yeah we dumped uh 12 containers so i didn't know that that happened like a regular thing <laughs> yeah, until yeah. i got in this business i'm like wait a minute they're just dumping giant metal boxes yeah, yeah, full yeah. of stuff and like there's an area yeah. garfield telephones are washing up on some beach somewhere like the last <laughs> decade and they came from yeah. like a bunch of containers that fell off it just happened to Apparently it happens more often than you think. A whole container is just mm-hmm. full of ships and they just, they leave them. They just, they report them, I think. But who's going to go into the sea and get a container? I think who's going to pay for it as well? It's in the How are you going to get it up? So. Yeah, <laughs> it's full of water, but we can do it. <laughs> I yeah, know. I know. But yeah, no, I mean, there's loads happening in that, that industry. And um, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's um, tons. I mean, the UK is funny enough bringing in a new custom system soon called CDS, mm-hmm. which is going to change quite a few things. And that, that might affect you if your cell won't. Maybe not you day to day, but definitely your your clients if they do anything yeah. in the UK. So um, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Email me anytime. It's um, it's been been really interesting. All right. Well, thanks for your time and have a good day.